the second he said it, I knew I, I was like, though. I could like sit back and relax. I knew I was in good hands. <laughs> I'm safe here. I could, I felt safe. Yeah. Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And this week, uh, Cagetober is riding on with Ghost Rider. And William, this was a breath of fresh. It's speeding off into the sunset. Yeah. I am so happy. Uh-huh. I was so pleasantly surprised. <laughs> this was like a gift. This was like a gift from our god, Nicolas Cage. Yes. I think he heard the struggles, the frustrations... Um, right, the, he the knew, woe. He knew of our trials and tribulations, so he sent us a flaming skull on a steel horse. He rides, bestowed unto us, and took care of us. He really did. I, um, I, I loved this movie. He's the devil's bounty hunter. <laughs> what could be better? He's the devil's <laughs> bounty hunter. Um, so let's start with a classic guide to the unknown intro. What do you think you know about Ghost Rider? What's well, your history with Ghost Rider? Well. I have a recent history with Ghost Rider. I watched it today. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. No, I watched it last night. Um, I went into the office today. So that kind of shenanigan was off limits for okay, me. So yeah. I, I had to plan ahead. But uh, Ryan and I watched Ghost Rider in the last couple of years. I was trying to remember whether it was... What? I was trying to picture what house we were in. Like whether we were in our house that we live in now. Yeah. Or whether we were in our apartment. I truly can't remember... But I would say in the last two years, we watched both Ghost Rider movies. Really? Yes. That's a shockeroo. Yeah. <laughs> That's a shockeroo. I, I'm stunned. I don't know why we did. I, I think it was under my steam. Uh, I don't know. I, um,. Wow. So that, so that's do, what it is. And do you remember how you had felt about it at the time? Yes. Were you coming I, into this viewing feeling positive or feeling, uh, you know, feeling hesitant? negative? Okay. I, I was like, okay, I'm aware that this stinks, but like it's at least kind of like fun stinks. So right. whatever, it'll be good for the show. And um, like we've talked about ad nauseum, having those lower expect a oh, lot of boy. circumstance. Yeah, I feel goes into the way that you receive movies. So my lower expectations from a previous viewing. Plus, plodding through these tough-ass Nicolas Cage movies all month made this feel like it was, what's Citizen Kane, but but not. Yeah, I know. Something that's I don't know, <laughs> nowhere good, near as good as Citizen you know Kane. I, but. I was like, what's a funny movie that's really good? What's that movie with Will Ferrell? Old School. <laughs> <laughs> wow. As good as Old School, that's huh? My, my pinnacle, apparently. <laughs> wow. Context is everything. In some conversations, that would be a death sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like. I've seen that in a million years, but apparently, somewhere in my brain, yeah, fair enough. It's important. I um, this was the second one is abysmal. It though. is. I tried to watch the second one for this as well. Both uh-huh. time and my own interest prevented me from finishing. Sure. Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. Yes, but um, this this was like. This was like drowning and finally getting air. Mm-hmm. You know, this was like being in the desert and somebody hands you a cool drink of, how about a tepid glass of water? Okay. Right? It's yeah. exactly what you need and nothing more. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's not like the the most euphoric pleasure, right. but it replenishes you. If I were in a good mood, uh-huh. I think I wouldn't like this movie. Yeah, right. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I loved it. I couldn't have loved it more. I didn't love it. Kristen, but I, I was charmed. I was delighted. I was surprised and delighted. Good. I was. I love to hear it. And to commemorate watching Ghost Rider, Will and I decided to 
fix ourselves a little glass of candy. Yeah. Now, in Ghost Rider, he eats jelly beans, which he calls jellies. He goes, you want some jellies? Right, out of martini glass. Will didn't have martini glasses. I don't have martini glasses. And Will had candy corn. Neither of us had jellies on hand. And so we thought it would be seasonally appropriate. Listen to the jellies. A little, champagne flute full of candy corn. It's candy corn ASMR. Little candy corns. I um I thought I had way more candy corn. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say I'm a little surprised to see there was a whole a huge bag of candy corn in this house two days ago. Really? And when I went to fill, I don't like candy corn. When I went to fill champagne flutes, this is all that was. I left. figured when I walked in and saw that, I was like, oh. <laughs> I will admit to have having having had some. Yeah. I am not the reason why there is only one champagne flute of candy corns. Zoe. Zoe. Mm. Kids got a sweet tooth. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about Ghost Rider. I did the mm-hmm. same thing that I've done for the for the past couple of movies. Mm-hmm. I have written down. I've got the tagline. I've got a synopsis just for people who may not know. Sure. So uh, you know, most simply, Ghost Rider is a it's it's a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. It's a Marvel character. This is not part of the MCU. This is not. Uh, uh, this would. 2007 is when it came out, which is one year before Iron Man. Right. And Iron Man is, it. they they feel like they're separated by like a decade. Oh, definitely. I, I said to Will, we texted a little bit about it, and I said this, that Ghost Rider both feels of a time, but also behind the times for that time. Even for that time. For 2007, this felt like a movie made around 2000. Yeah. I think. Yes, I think so too. Um, there is a plucky, bubbly goofball quality <laughs> to this movie. Um, there are like weird jokes um, that uh, like so like Ghost Rider drives up the side of a he's he's a goat he's a a man with a flaming skull for a head yes and he rides a, a well a, he ends up just becoming a skeleton he's but basically the, a skeleton yeah because he has bone hands with covered in flames but he's wearing clothes and he's covered in flames so he drives his motorcycle vertically up a building mm-hmm. and in this scene like Batman on the Dark Knight it's the exact same oh and in uh, Batman Forever. Uh, he drives. Oh yes, yes, yes. There. That's right. So, um, uh, in this scene, the police are trying to chase him, and a cop over a radio goes like, uh, "Deputy, do you have eyes on him? Where is he going?" And the guy goes, "Uh, he's going up, <laughs> up. You know, like theatrically up. Yeah. And you pan up, and as he's going up the building, his fire motorcycle is melting the glass he's driving on. Yeah. So there's an old window washer who's squeegeeing the windows, <laughs> and he squeegees. He turns to dip his squeegee into a bucket. Ghost Rider drives up the window, and when he drives back, the window is melted and busted open, and we're treated to just like a teeny moment of like, yeah. what? What? Do you see why this would be so refreshing? Oh, it's it, uh, these <laughs> jokes. These jokes in the context of Cage Tober. Uh huh. This is like it's a barn burner. Oh my gosh! Absolutely. Like, I would go to Madison Square Garden for these jokes in the middle oh, of Cage Tober. Absolutely. D- um, but they that- also scream like early 2000s kind of campy yeah it's it's like the fantastic four movies they yeah did not with even Michael it, corny Chiklis. not campy corny corny yeah yeah but i was i was enchanted <laughs> with michael chiklis he was the thing <laughs> i know but he's a funny one to call out of all of them it's like chris evans and oh like, yeah um, it is chris evans yeah. jessica biel it's captain america with michael chiklis with michael chiklis <laughs> the I, think about, I think about that as a chiklis vehicle <laughs> i guess it was yeah. Although he, he needs no vehicle. It's a man who needs no introduction. He played the commish. He played the commish. I would commission a picture of him, <laughs> a painting, an oil painting for my home of him as the thing. Karen and I used to watch the commish together. Really? Yes. What a fond memory to have. It is. 
<laughs> oh, at least we can remember better days when we used to watch the commish all the I time. I should have like what well, it's too dark, never mind. Yeah, we're gonna go some real morbid places. It's it is our way. Eulogize her and talk about the commish. The commish is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> we also watched um Are You Being Served, which was like some weird British sketch show. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's actually that actually is very fun and nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sweet. Um, okay, so anyway, back to back to some of the stats. So again, 2007, it is written and directed by Mark Steven Johnson, who also wrote Daredevil, which makes a lot of sense. The 2003 oh, Ben Affleck Daredevil. Yeah. And I want you to take a sip. Grumpy old men. <laughs> I thought we were gonna get a spit, spit take there. It almost happened. I don't know if you can tell, but Chris is being very quiet because I think something went down the wrong tube. <laughs> it didn't. It almost escaped out the right tube. Okay. Just a couple of beads right there. He wrote grumpy, grumpy old men. And grumpier. I love grumpy and grumpier old men. So, Ghost Rider might be part of oh. the grumpy verse. <laughs> Whoa. I'm trying to think if there is Sam uh, Waters. No, that's not Sam Waterstern. No. But Sam Elliott. Is, does he it's ever. Jack Lemon. No, you idiot. I was just thinking about whether um, the guy that I just said, Sam Elliott, who's in Ghost Rider, yeah. I was just trying to think, does he appear in Grumpy Old Men anywhere? Oh, playing the same character? <laughs> like, well, no, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe somebody else, but that's his secret life is that he's like Kate or whatever. That, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. um, but I was, I was shocked by that. Anyway, Ghost Rider was his last writing job for 11 years. Okay. Until he wrote Christopher Robin. Which okay. Which, by all accounts, I've heard is a very charming movie with Ewan yes, McGregor yep. and, and Winnie the Pooh running around London. Did I see that? I think I might have. It seems like it would make you cry. Yeah. I think I did see that. <laughs> and that you would avoid it because you know it's going to make you cry. I know. I think it was when I had um, the AMC stubs and I would go to see things all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so the tagline is, long ago he made a deal to save someone he loved. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think really conveys. That's a, not a great tagline. No, there's no excitement. There's no adventure. We don't know. The whole thing is what resulted from that deal. The and premise, that tagline doesn't yeah. doesn't tell you. For all we know from the tagline, it worked out great. A hundred. Yeah, you're right. And he's fine. <laughs> yeah, he made a deal to save someone he loved. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad he saved someone he loved. Yes. Good. Story good, over. Good for him. Mm-hmm. The synopsis from IMDb, the shortest one, which I thought was the most succinct. When motorcycle rider Johnny Blaze sells his soul to the devil to save his father's life, he is transformed into the ghost rider, Mm -hmm. the devil's own bounty hunter, and is sent to hunt down sinners. That's right. Now, that's close. Mm -hmm. I actually think it would be kind of fun if it was as open-ended as to say, you know, you work for me now, go hunt down sinners. He's given one very specific job in this movie. It's to hunt down the big bad of the movie, Played by Wes Bentley, mm-hmm. who you might remember as he's the guy in American Graffiti who filmed the American plastic Beauty. Bag. American Beauty. Yeah, he's not the guy from American Graffiti who pressed ham. No, the yeah, there's somebody somebody smashes their their hams and cheeks against a window in right. American Graffiti, and it's not Wes Bentley. Right. Trivia. <laughs> that wasn't Wes Bentley. That got that could show up on the pop up video for American Beauty. I mean for American Graffiti. American Graffiti. This is not Wes Bentley. No. Um. And uh. Yeah. Wes Wes Bentley is the son of Mephistopheles, mm-hmm. who is trying to find a scroll. Yeah. The MacGuffin is he's got to find this scroll of a deal that was made a long time ago. Right. And if he gets it, he'll consume a bunch of souls, and he'll bring about the end of the world, basically. Mm-hmm. 
So Mephistopheles, who made a deal with Nicolas Cage when he was a young man, right, like a twenty-year-old man, um, is finally here to say the time has come. You're going to be my bounty hunter. Chase down what's his name like Darkface or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Blackheart. 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 Okay. Yeah. And uh, uh, stop him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's your job now. Now, is this the same Mephistopheles who's part of the larger Marvel universe? Yes. Okay. Now, Mephistopheles... I don't think he's going to be, be played by the same guy. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't... Now, Mephistopheles, to my understanding, I think, if I'm not wrong, I feel like... I feel like there's a famous comic book story where, like, Spider-Man... Makes a deal with Mephistopheles to get married or something. To Mephistopheles? Not to Me- Mephistopheles. Okay. No, no, I think was, <laughs> he goes, will you marry me? I will pledge my soul to you. Doesn't sound like a bad deal. Which is very romantic if yeah. you pledge your soul to your spouse. Absolutely. Right? Doesn't seem like such a villain to me. Anyway, I know I've got it wrong, but there's a big story where Spider-Man Mephistopheles, something not so nice happens. Well, I know there was a lot of speculation that Mephistopheles was going to pop up in WandaVision. Oh, and that's that right. Okay. He might be playing a bigger role in this Marvel Phase Three. Is it three? Four. Four. Uh, that's coming up. So there are there are, to my knowledge, about Mephistopheles as well. Um, the origin point of this character is based in um, the story Faust, mm-hmm. where Faust sells his soul. Faust is a, a person sells his soul to the devil, who is Mephistopheles. Mm-hmm. And so that's why the devil in the Marvel Universe, I guess, is named Mephistopheles. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's literally the devil, but he is, for all intents and purposes, at least to my knowledge, the devil figure. Yeah. And as far as Ghost Rider is concerned, I have some light history about the character mm-hmm. itself, which is pretty interesting to yeah. me. So um, the version that we're all familiar with of... Dude in a leather jacket, he's a skeleton covered in flames, um, started in 1972. The character, the original character's name, just like in this movie, is Johnny Blaze. Mm-hmm. And he does make a deal with Mephistopheles, um, sells over his soul and has to do the devil's bidding, but turns against him and is, I think, was like an anti-hero to start and just is a hero yeah. now, but with a, obviously a huge dark side because he looks like he looks like the Grim Reaper, mm-hmm. right? On fire. Um, in the comics, he's actually possessed by a demon. That fire spirit is a different okay. entity that's possessing him named Zarathos. But that 1972 incarnation of the motorcycle Ghost Rider is based on the 1967 Ghost Rider from Marvel Comics, hmm. who was a guy on a on a horse. Oh, okay. Just so, like in this movie. Sam, like Sam Elliott. Elliot. Sam Elliott in this movie is playing Carter Slade, yeah. the original Marvel Ghost Rider. Who who rode on a galloping horse? He was known known also as the galloping ghost, haunted horseman, he who rides at night, winds. I like all these names except for winds. I know, me too. Night rider. Now they pulled that because evidently night rider was once a term for the KKK. Oh, okay. Good pull. Good pull. Yeah. And today that that character, the horseman character, is known as the Phantom Rider. All good names. But that 1967 character mm-hmm. who by the way wore phosphorescent white clothes so he would like glow in the night nice giving way to sort of like you can extrapolate that like glow he glows at night oh he's on fire uh-huh so you can see yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of like the connective tissue of how you get to the modern guy that 67 character was based on something even earlier from a different company uh in 1949 where the original ghostwriter outside of the marvel verse mm-hmm. was named rex fury and he was in horror themed western comics 
until the name and the motif both lapsed and Marvel then made their own. Oh, So this okay. has like a long history, way back to the 40s, yeah. the Ghost Rider, which makes sense too because to me, this Ghost Rider on a motorcycle idea, it's funny that it was made in the 70s because this feels very much like a 90s yes, kind, of, it does. kind of character to me. Yeah, like Harley culture. He's on a badass motorcycle. Yeah. He's got a leather jacket I guess that's the thing in the studs. 70s though too, you know? True. like. Somebody with like a big handlebar mustache riding a motorcycle that was really high handles. Totally. Like easy rider. A hundred percent. You're absolutely right. But it also certainly felt like it's rooted in like almost like a fad of a time. Mm-hmm. Like our entire character has to be on a motorcycle. Yeah. His identity is that he's a rider. And yeah, what he like, rides is a badass motorcycle. He's like a sentient tough guy tattoo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have like a cool motorcycle with like a skull on it. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Um, but what's kind of fun is that like with Carter Slade and stuff, even though these characters were made up in the sixties or the forties, mm-hmm. depending on how far back you go, they were written to take place in like the 1800s. Yeah. So they have a, they, they imply a long history of literally having been cowboys being ah, writers. Yeah. Which by the way, horseman uh-huh. is such a better name than cowboy. Yeah, absolutely. Would you rather be a cowboy or, or a, a horseman? horseman, a horseman, all the way. Right. Now, I thought him having that horse, I didn't realize the history here, I thought that it was a clever steel horse I know. sort of thing. Well, as Bon Jovi said, on a steel horse I ride. On a steel horse Sam rides. Now, I always interpreted that song, Dead mm-hmm. or Alive, on a steel horse I ride. I thought it was a big, clunky, like, robot horse. <laughs> <laughs> Not some cool Harley. Yeah, it's a cool Harley. Um yeah. So I thought it was like a visual play on words. I know. It's so direct to go like, well, we shouldn't do a horse that's a bit antiquated. What's another like... <laughs> what about a steel horse? Steel horse. Yeah. A motorcycle. Mm-hmm. It's, I think there's a modern ghost writer. Uh, I think his name is Robbie Reyes. He is. Like, yep. Oh, you already looked this up. Well, no, I wrote an article about this for Hunt a Killer last year. Oh, right. I forgot So about this. I wrote an article about like kind of horror-themed Marvel characters. If you just Google... Marvel horror hunt a killer it'll come up um but yes I it is Robbie Reyes so you've already got the deets yeah but he drives he drives a cool car Mm -hmm. which is more in line with like a Batman or like the shadow or something to me yeah um I don't know why but motorcycles feel old uh to me now I don't know. Maybe it's because Ryan had a motor- motorcycle for a little bit. Doesn't seem that old to Feels me. Very but now, yeah, yeah, very now, very hip. Very. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, what what are your? Uh, we get a lot of like origin story stuff. Well, wait before, before we move on. Oh, okay. I have a piece of Johnny Blaze history from the aforementioned Hunter Killer article. Yes, please. I want to mention that in the '90s, that Johnny Blaze Morbius who's that weird, like, bat vampire guy, and Blade had their own mini Avengers-style group that was called the Midnight Suns. The Midnight Suns? Yes. S-O-N-S. Yeah. The Sons of Midnight. Yes. Midnight is our dad. Correct. Um, Because they were fighting against the Mother of Demons, Lilith, um, because Lilith opened an interdimensional rift interdimensional rift with plans to take over the world with her children who were known as the Lillin. Oh, so, um, they were helped out by Dr. Strange, even though he wasn't officially part of the midnight Suns. Okay. And a whole bunch of lesser known characters that included somebody named Elsa bloodstone. And they were able to reverse the rift and exile Lilith, Lilith and the Lillin. Wow. Okay. Yep. I'll tell you what. By the time we get to the end of this movie, mm-hmm. and Nicholas Cage Ghost Rider is on his motorcycle next to Sam Elliott, yeah, Ghost Rider on a horse. 
I was looking at the two of them and I was like, make a movie called Ghost Riders. I would watch a I team of Sam these Elliott. people. Yeah. I think this is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm, I will admit, I'm a little puzzled over the the stakes of this particular movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know exactly what the stakes are. It's a little, now that you say that, it's a little muddled. I, I mean, he just has to do it. And it's also... It's so, basically it, right? Yeah. He's just gotta. This movie is supposed to be silly, yeah. and Spirit of Vengeance is supposed to be badass. <laughs> yeah. So between the two, I don't think that we're given the greatest impression of what's strong about the character of Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. But I will say that scene of two Ghost Riders side by side riding off to face yeah. off against the bad guy, I was like, maybe I should read one of these books. I would, I would check this out. So, What's like the best Ghost Rider thing? Like, what is the Ghost Rider story? I would read that. Yeah, check it. I mean, look around for it. So is Sam Elliott like a million years old then? I think so. Yeah. And is the implication that Nicolas Cage is going is to... Is immortal. Yeah. Is he gonna, I think so. I think that's why he has all those gnarly crashes that Donald Logue says he should have died from. Right. But he's got the power of Mephistopheles mm-hmm. s- s- keeping him safe. Fantastic on-the-nose dialogue about that, too. Donald Logue on their tour bus goes like... It's like you got like an angel yeah, looking out for you, man. He's like, or a devil. He stares out the window, window yeah. forlorn at his own reflection. Eating his jelly beans. Oh, his jellies. He has jellies. He, cons- constantly eating jelly beans out of a <laughs> martini glass. I know. In two I'm different locations you, like at least. Yes. He was doing it on their, I guess, tour bus or train or whatever they were on and in his home. So he specifically makes sure that he has a martini glass full of jelly beans. I guess maybe those are the only items on his rider. Want some jellies? And it was only yellow and red jellies. I know. So I wonder if you, can you buy like a solid? bag of like starburst you know yellows and reds i i think it was a sight gag it's a passive reference to the notion of like only bring me the brown m&ms oh or fire he's consuming the very thing he is (laughs) (laughs) it's it's so clean it means so much i think you're absolutely right were they literally yellow and red yeah i think so he was only eating the fire colored ones <laughs> well then why no orange though i think you're right <laughs> i don't i guess like yeah maybe i think you're right yeah because otherwise that's that's not a normal pack of jellies no it certainly is not right a normal pack it, of it would have to be a deliberate move or here's another option nicholas cage in real life only liked the yellows and reds that's a fascinating option but here's the qu- real question. If it's only the yellows and the reds, mm-hmm. where are the rest? Mm-hmm. Donald. Donald. Donald Logue definitely ate the other jelly beans. He ate the rest. I would have. Yeah, me too. Except that would have been my job on set. I don't like the perps. Really? I don't like the grape ones. <laughs> I won't eat the perps, though. Tell yeah. Mr. Cage I won't eat the perps. No. Um, good God. So uh, <laughs> the beginning of this movie is sort of the origin story stuff where he's a young man. Yes. In a circus mm-hmm. with his dad. Who is Sean Bean. Was that Sean Bean? I think so. No, no I'll look. Okay, maybe no, no, i It was absolutely not. Let's see. Anyway, I've got... Um, <laughs> Ghost Rider Daddy. <laughs> Go, Sean just Bean. type in Ghost Daddy and I'm sure Google will. Oh, yeah. No. Um, Ghost Daddy might not be a safe search, actually. Okay, that's not Sean Bean. No, it's not Sean Bean. No, it is Brett Cullen, who it says, there's a, the first option is Sean Bean, Brett Cullen, great lookalikes. Well, but the implication is they're not each other. No, but they do <laughs> look alike, which is why I thought that. Does it say in there whether they're or not they're the same person? No, it does not. Okay. So um, he's he's in a circus... 
And he and his dad both ride motorcycles together. Yep. And um, he, I guess, showboats. He he does like a wheelie uh-huh. and he hits a rock. Yeah. So he wobbles for a, like a second because he's smiling at Eva Mendez mm-hmm. in the crowd. And his dad sees him hit the rock and start to wobble. And then there's a whole scene where he's like, son, you've got so much to learn. Like, he hit like a one wobbly rock? <laughs> like, what the hell? There's, yeah, this guy's hard on him. I Really? Like, he didn't really do much. He has to take a, a whole drubbing. <laughs> Wait, for, what? A drubbing? A drubbing from his old man. I've never heard that before. What does that mean? Like, you take such a drubbing as like you get like a talking to or you get, yeah, oh. put in your place. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, anyway, <laughs> it turns out his dad's been hiding the fact that he has cancer, mm-hmm. uh, from Johnny Blaze, from Nicolas Cage. And when Nicolas Cage finds out about it, Mephistopheles, the devil, basically immediately appears. Yes. And says, I can take your dad's cancer away if you sign my contract. My devil's ledger. My devil's ledger. And so Nicolas Cage is mostly puzzled. Uh-huh. He's not played by Nicolas Cage yet, by the way. He's play, played yeah, by, it's like little kid version. Yeah, he's played by, you know, young man. And when he opens the contract, he cuts his finger on it somehow. And a drop yeah, so- happens to hit the line where the signature should go. And the devil goes, good enough. Well, I think the devil is playing a trick. He seemed to have a, a like a prickly thing on the top so that you cut your finger. And then if any blood gets on the thing, he's tricked you. He's obviously very tricky because he cures the dad, but then kills him immediately. immediately and so this him. is all perfectly in line with Mephistopheles' personality. Correct. You're, you're right about that. But I, so I guess I'm, I guess we're meant to sort of extrapolate that. Was it the devil being opportunistic and being like, oh, his blood happened to hit the line. I'll take it. Or you're right. Did he rig the he clipboard? Rigged it. There's like a needle sticking out of the top. So I, I wish there was a scene later in this movie then where Nicholas Cage speaking to Mephistopheles goes, and another thing you tricked me that day. <laughs> you put a prickly thing at the top of that clipboard. Didn't you? Didn't you? Didn't you? Didn't you? Also, did you see Mephistopheles's shadow when he walked by? Of course I did. It was like a frail, <laughs> like a frail lizard. They were they were driving the point home that this is some sort of like demon creature. Other god. So similar to like a vampire or somebody, you know, somebody looking in a mirror and you don't see their reflection. So you're like, oh, they're a vampire. You saw this guy's shadow projected onto the wall of like this tent, and it's like a little like demon lizard hunched like a over. Frail creep. It didn't look intimidating. It looked like Mr. Burns's shadow. Yeah, I don't know why they had him hunched over so And I was far. just like, oh, the secret is he's actually infirm and you could <laughs> defeat him handily. <laughs> like, what? This is weird. Have it be a big gargantuan yeah. El Diablo. Have it be that thing from um, Fantasia. What thing from Fantasia? There's a big devil in Fantasia. Oh, oh God. Have it just yep. be like a big muscle-bound thing. That you, thing is, yeah. Right? Why would you make it be like a I have no a idea. Pencil thin cretin. I don't know. Very frail. <laughs> Very incredibly frail. So as he's uh when they're talking in the deal, and I loved this. This was wonderful. This is clearly a bit of direction, a bit of character work, and a bit of fun. When uh young Nicolas Cage is is, you know, being like, uh, you can you can save my dad? What what, what could you possibly want in return? The devil theatrically looks around. <laughs> 
as if appraising like, ah, maybe let me a, think about it. Maybe I'd take your bike or what's that over there? Some elephant dung. It is the circus <laughs> after all. He like looks around as if he's trying to pick which object. Uh-huh. And before he said it, I could almost say it with the movie. Mm-hmm. He snaps onto Nick Cage and goes, your soul. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. This I is, know. This is so great. This is the bee's knees. I'm, I'm so enchanted by this movie that I could. You you're you're you plotting. You can write it while you're watching it. But just click. How about uh, huh. your soul? Whoa, whoa, shock. Oh, okay. Shockaroo. It's so good. Uh, but anyway, like I said, this is, the, I guess this is the devil's wager yes the, the, the trick of doing the devil's you know, bargain so the dad is cured of cancer but the devil kills him the next mm-hmm. day and it looks like he killed him by making him slide to a a, a comfortable stop on his motorcycle yeah right and then just i guess he's dead now i guess so i guess it was less comfortable than it looked because yeah it wasn't like a super gnarly crash yeah um but it's very <laughs> dramatic and even like the dad's death is just him going like uh, <laughs> right. It's like die. It like happens so Look, fast. Not a bad way to go. I think in the autopsy they'd be like, we don't know. Yeah, was this guy drugged or something? He, he's he really went gentle into that good night, even <laughs> though he was like on a flaming motorcycle going over cars. He shouldn't be dead. <laughs> this doesn't make any <laughs> sense. So um, when we fast forward to the future, Nick Cage has now been having a solo career where he's basically like a rock star, evil Knievel badass. Yeah, I mean this. But so he's he, always he's always moping and doing like Blue Steel from Zoolander. He's never quite happy. Well, also his hair is very much like Zoolander's hair. So on IMDb, it says that it took three hours to apply his wig every day. Why? What was going on? It looked like it took about five minutes to me. Totally. What must have been happening? I don't know. It's basically like George Clooney's Caesar from ER, but black and puffier. It's bizarre. Yeah. Maybe maybe something Nick Cage did made it take three yeah, hours. Yeah, maybe. Right. Because that doesn't seem, seems like a pretty standard application. It's not a very special like wig. Posing and talking and <laughs> right. dancing and stuff. So did you, did anything stand out to you that you thought were kind of Nicolas Cage-isms that he inserted into this? Yeah. Okay. Um, it also I'm says gonna... on IMDb that he wrote part of this. I actually forgot to look at the IMDb for this, so I'm glad you did. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> of course he did. All right, here's the first one chronologically that I was like, okay, this is all him. Is uh, He was listening to the Carpenters backstage before going out to do some motorcycle tricks, and Donald Logue comes in to say something. Donald Logue is like his manager slash best I friend. I love Donald Logue. But oh, yeah, I, I do too. Um, and he was, <laughs> Nicholas Cage was like, shh, you're stepping on Karen. Meaning Karen Carpenter. and no, But nobody would know what he's talking about. Right. And just... It's, 90% of the audience doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> no, it's really out of place. And then he starts guzzling coffee straight from a coffee pot. Yeah. This is pre... As far as I can tell, what's different about him in these years where he grows up is that Mephistopheles just doesn't let him get injured. Yeah. So is that why he's chugging an entire pot of coffee? Can he not feel anything? I is that scalding so. hot coffee that he's drinking? <laughs> I don't know. Because he's a ghost with a with a fire head. So if if ghost but with a fire head drink he coffee, hasn't been yet. But that's my point. point. Yeah, he doesn't have a fire head yet. If he mm-hmm. had the fire head when he drank a whole pot of coffee, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he right. he can drink any amount of hot liquid. He's flaming. He's he fire itself. He's fire itself. But no, this is supposed to be mm-hmm. pre burned up Nicolas Cage. 
picking up a pot of coffee from a coffee maker and pouring it into his mouth. I saw this as, and I'm not saying you're wrong, maybe you are, but I saw this as heightened, like, rock star activity. Okay. Like he's doing something kind of crazy before he gets out there because he's going to put on a show or Fair something. Enough. But I, I don't know. That could be. The other thing that I noticed when they're in the tour van, he's very upset when they're flipping channels around. He wanted to go back to the monkey documentary. Yes. He's all about this monkey documentary. Oh, I've been, I've been wanting to watch this documentary about, about monkeys. Well, I think it's because they're they're drawing this like picture of him where like, sure, he's the badass motorcycle guy, Johnny Blaze. But when the guys are drinking brewskis and playing poker, he's reading a book. He's, when they want to watch something cool, he's interested in a monkey documentary. He's an intellectual and he's different. I couldn't agree more with you, Kristen. The point is that he's very smart. Yeah. And he'd rather be on the monkey documentary mm -hmm. than watching motocross or playing video games. Right. Also, is it a sophistication that he's eating his jelly beans out of a martini glass? Because it is while he's asking for the monkey documentary and reading a book. I think it's probably ironic sophistication. Silly sophistication? Yeah, it's a joke. He knows that it's silly that there are jelly beans in it. Because let's also point out. I think it's out, an irony. This is all, you know, like motorhead culture. The movie opens in Texas. Donald Logue's got a, a southern accent. Right. It's all supposed to be like sort of like brewskis and hell yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's a book reading, monkey documentary loving, <laughs> jelly bean sniftering hero. <laughs> and That's then right. even at his home, he's watching old footage of a monkey doing kung fu. Oh my God. He is. It's on television. <laughs> and I think even Donald Logue. Oh Donald Logue turns it off uh-huh and he he even has a line where he's like if you mess with my, if you mess with my chimpanzees if you mess with my carpenters or my chimpanzees you're gonna have to leave carpenters yeah i guess that's what he likes oh the, he's, the band okay my, yeah, 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 yeah he's still listening to the carpenters at home so wow. uh he's all about monkeys but also his apartment is full of piles of books that he just leaves on the floor I know. around his motorcycles accumulating books yeah swallowing his motorcycles Two things that he loves. I want to see if Nicolas Cage loves monkeys in real life. I'm Googling Nicolas Cage monkeys. Like, did he buy a capuchin or something? Maybe. Uh, no, nothing. All right, fair enough. All right, fine. He also, I liked this uh, piece of dialogue. Um, Donald Logue walks into Nicolas Cage's apartment and goes, this place could use a woman's touch. <laughs> which, really. I forgot about clean that. Clean your own home. But also, he says, this place could use a woman's touch. And Nicolas Cage's reply is, so could you. <laughs> Is this a weird thing to say to your friend? Yeah, totally. I forgot. You could take a lover. Yeah. <laughs> right? I forgot that weird. talking about a woman's touch was a thing. When I heard that line, I was like, oh my God, that's yeah. right. Oh, I've got the quote about the monkey TV. Oh, great. He says, you touch the carpenters or that chimp video again. We got a scrap on our hands. That's what he says to him. Got a scrap on our hands. All right, William, real quick, before we move on, <laughs> because we will move Try on. Try to stop me. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm thrilled. I'm flying high. I know. I can tell. Um, we just want to make sure everybody out there knows that we have a new Patreon structure. Yeah. So if you go to patreon.com slash pod, you have the option to either get one bonus episode a month, two bonus episodes a month or four bonus episodes a month delivered weekly. So go check that out. We're not going to go through all of the tier information here because it would get a little bit long, but it's all written out easily there for you. And also all of those tiers also get access to our Discord channel, which is like a really cool uh, chat room that's hopping every day. And also 
our live video recordings of episodes are only on Patreon now, and each of them is followed by a little mini planning session for the next week's show. So if you go to patreon.com slash gttupod, you can check all of that out. And thank you so much to our existing donors. It means the world. Yeah, thank you, everybody. So if you're on Patreon, you get to see what we're recording before everybody else in the world finds out on Friday. And yes, everybody in the world in does In the world, listen. yeah. But you get the jump. And you get to see a little a little hint or or really a full-on plan of what's coming up next. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for for the demon level, which starts at $13 or more a month, you get an exclusive show every Monday. So right this second, demons have our review of Halloween Kills on the feed right this second. Uh, so go check it out. That's your kind of thing. Patreon.com slash GTTUpod. And a huge thank you for everybody who is supporting us there. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about the villain. Okay. Let's talk about Wes Bentley, mm-hmm. who when I, I read IMDb first and it said Wes Bentley took the role and I kept expecting to see Wes Borland. I knew you were going to say that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're getting your Wes's mixed up, who's it going to be? It's Wes Bentley or Wes Borland? It's Two true. B names. Also, they feel of that time. 100%. <laughs> so. so I was expecting Wes Borland of Limp Biscuit, but mm-hmm. I got Wes Bentley, who I really like. I like Wes Bentley, too. He was in The Hunger Games with the silly yes. facial hair. Yes. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So he, we're introduced to him. His name is Darkheart. He goes to a bar, and they go like, there's a biker out front. Everything's bikers. Oh, yeah. Right? And I'm not like, I'm not like a motorhead kind of, I don't know anything about cars. So I I think I'm missing a whole part of this movie, which is supposed to be the thrill of like hero shots of like this motorcycle sweeping around and stuff. Totally. I I think it's like a a low rent Fast and the Furious for motorcycles. A little bit. Yeah, Yeah. a little bit. So uh, this this Hell's Angel guy outside says to Darkheart, you're not allowed in there. Only angels allowed in there. (laughs) Which is like, you know, again, just very on the nose wordplay. But... (laughs) In a movie where I'm not expecting anything more, and I and I loved it. Sure, but so Darkheart is able to touch people mm-hmm. and kill them. Yeah, it like saps all of their energy. What happens to them? I don't know. It seems like they like shrivel like a prune, like a little grape. Yeah, they turn like a purpley blue mm-hmm. gray. They they squeeze. They get all like thin and stuff. Yep, and it's. It looks good. Yeah. The effect looks good and spooky and weird. So anyway, he goes into this bar Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden I was very puzzled. He like, he, he turns around and other creatures just start appearing. Other monsters. He goes, ah, I know, I know. (laughs) Somebody just like swirls in and appears in a chair like, ah, dark heart. What are you doing here? And their names are all funny. He goes, ah, hello, Gressel. (laughs) Wallow, what are you doing here? And then he goes, Abigor? Is that you? I think Abigor looks like shit. <laughs> Abigor? <laughs> it was like, Abigor, right? His, are, well, are you thinking of the person with like a really long hair wig? Oh, yeah. Okay. We that, all know which one looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, Abigor. That wig was way too voluminous. He looks it's like, like Justin Thoreau in Zoolander. <laughs> Ew. No. Right? He, no. It, no, I don't think so. Why? I thought he did. <laughs> Why? Just because of the long hair? But he's also got like this like grunge look to him. <laughs> yeah, just, no, he definitely looks, does. It just looks horrible. Yeah, I mean, the, he looks terrible, and it looks like they piled like 
six wigs together. It's yeah. very silly. He also looks a little like Jack Black, and I still know what you did last summer. There's a comedic vibe to him rather than a cool vibe. And he's clearly supposed to look cool. I don't know. I feel like it's a cool vibe that's just flopping. I, I don't think that. I think all these henchies are supposed to look cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, but yeah, Russell, Abigor was the standout for me in a bad way. Abigor. I just couldn't believe it. I really like the name Wallow. Wallow. <laughs> Crystal Wallow and Abigor. Wallow. So they're all el- elementals. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll find out. So Abigor, I believe, is the Earth. Okay. Right? So he, he like spins in as like cinder and I guess dirt. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> He's a dirt man. Yeah. And then Wallow is water. So he gloops up. He bloops up. together. He bloops together, and then his <laughs> eye starts dripping off his face. Oh, yeah. So he wipes it away, and a different eye grows in. Right. So that's kind of neat. I kind of like that. But he looked sloppy and yes. repulsive. Wet. And the second I saw him in that bar in Texas, which is all dusty and yeah. dry, I was like, this poor performer, they've got to slop and slime him up. Yeah. Every day for this. You're absolutely right. He's probably like coated in Vaseline. He's a slime man. Yeah. So he has to be slimy all the time. He's probably spent six weeks covered in slime. Oof. Disgusting. And then, yeah, Abigor mm-hmm. with his like dreadlocks mm-hmm. that look like a bad wig. They It looks like a, a wig that's not fitted for him. I feel like he looked more makeup-y than everybody else. He also looked yeah. like he'd been antiqued or something. Like he was very matte and powdery, which I guess is from, yeah, Yeah. from being the earth element. Yeah, that's Um, true. But yeah, just anytime they showed him, I was like, look at this freaking guy. I know, these, these, these poor schlubs. So anyway, now we've got our team. We've got Darkheart, who's the only one that anyone cares about, Mm -hmm. and three weirdos. Right. (laughs) Who are going to work for him? Strange henchmen. Help him? I'm not entirely clear. I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure why now. A big question that I had when Darkheart was like, I'm looking for the scroll of Pontunicus. I was like, why today? Yeah, I don't know. What's happened today? That's What's the urgency? Maybe they found out where it was hidden or something. It was in the area. But no, there's no, it's not the anniversary of anything or Whatever. It just seems like, let's do this thing. Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, we're we now getting the setup. This is why Nicolas Cage is going to have to turn into Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. P.S. It's about, it's a solid 40 plus oh, minutes. Oh, yeah. It takes a really long before time. Before he becomes the writer. But yep. I was thrilled to have Nick Cage oh, without yeah. the ghost head whenever mm-hmm. I could get him. So um, one of the last things that he does as superstar Johnny Cage. Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blage. Blage. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Blage. He uh uh he's supposed to jump a football field. Yes. And Donald Logue is like, Well, good thing you're gonna have a nice soft landing, huh, boss? Yeah. And then the opening of this the, the, the ceiling of the stadium opens and a bunch of helicopters fly in. <laughs> right. And then the voiceover is like, In this death defying stunt, no one's ever done it before. Johnny Blaze over helicopters. And Donald Logue has a question, he goes, just tell me, why helicopters? And then Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage has a flashback to when his dad said, I'd like to jump a helicopter. <laughs> yep. And then it comes back to the now and he goes, my dad thought it'd be cool. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I was like, that's it? It's so simple. That's all you have to say? Could You could even extrapolate. I know this is just fancy talk, but you could extrapolate it into being like, my dad always said you should always push further. Right. And don't let fear hold you back. <laughs> or my dad was planning on it and he didn't get to yeah, do it because exactly. he died my, early. My dad thought it'd be cool. <laughs> my dad thought it'd be cool. Is like the worst hero motivation for like a badass thing. It doesn't say anything about his character <laughs> at all. 
You know? Actually, I would argue that it does. Well, but like simple. accidentally. Yeah, he's a it's simple man. It's just simple. It's true. So he jumps the helicopters. It looks, I mean, horrible. I gotta say, I don't remember particularly being like, this looks terrible. Sometimes the effects in this movie were so charmingly bad. Any, oh, yeah. Anytime I he's like on the motorcycle it. coming straight at the camera. Yes. I was like, this looks crazy. I loved that. I also loved us seeing shots of him and Sam Elliott riding together, which we already talked about. Also, anytime like Mephistopheles was on the scene and there was just kind of like, they just do a shot of like boots and dust yeah. and a cane yeah. or whatever coming towards you. It was so like not something that happens in today's era of entertainment. hundred percent. And it was so nice to see. I was like, I like this. It's so weird. So simple. It you is. Know? It was 14 years ago. The world is so completely changed. Right. There would be some sort of big entrance with effects and like swirling smoke and maybe fire from Ephesopheles now, but just like an old dude walking in with a cane and then panning up and it's like, whoa, what an impact. I know. That's all we need. It's 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 fantastic. I'm I also like puzzled. it. Johnny Blaze has a cane. Does He's he? like, yeah, he meets Ava Mendez, who's who's back. She's oh, his, yeah. like, you know, youthful love, and they haven't seen each other in decades, and now she's covering the helicopter jump. There's basically no point to Eva Mendez in this movie. No, not at all. I did not care for it. No, I, I, I agree. <laughs> it's, it's weird, but I anyway, I also think ahead. they do something that is unnecessarily rude. What? Uh, I, I'm puzzled by it. I know it's a joke. Mm-hmm. And it, so, all right, so they meet up again. And they decide we'll go out for a drink. Basically, Nicolas Cage finishes jumping the helicopters, and I liked this. Yes, I He continues too. driving his motorcycle he through the stadium going. to leave. He just before, disappears. Before he does the jump, he's like, do you think she's on the highway by now? And Donald Lugg's like, what? Who? So he basically does the death-defying over-the-helicopter stunt right away yeah. before anybody's ready. Right. A bunch of people might have been in the bathroom still. Yes. They might not even be in their seats. So he does the jump, and he just keeps driving out of the stadium. And mm. I liked that. Yeah, me too. But uh, he sh- he stands her up when she finally agrees to go to dinner with him. Mm-hmm. And so she sits there getting wasted. Yes. Get, drinks so much wine and is so, like, sloppy drunk, she says to the server. I she goes, know. Don't, don't you think I'm pretty? I know. And I he, was like, come he on. Leans forward, he leans in at her a little bit as if appraising her and goes, eh. I know. And I was like, why is this in the movie? I get I... it's f- quote unquote funny. And it's not meant to be an insult that Eva Mendez is not beautiful. No, but just. But it's just so weird. It's weird and wholly unnecessary. Like this, this woman who has a career, seems like she's doing well in her life, hasn't seen Johnny Blaze in like 20 years, is now fully falling apart. I know. Because he stood her up for this drink. Like she's just devastated and then getting like sloppy and being like, don't you think I'm pretty? I was like, Oh, come on, come on, please. Uh, And did they explain why she had an eight ball in some way that I forgot? No, this was, this was a baffling. Okay. I was like, I did. So I know that sometimes when I've watched a movie that I don't want to watch, I'm like in and out or whatever, but now I was just, I was just watching this and um, I was like, did I somehow miss like, a reference to her having an eight ball and it never comes up again. She pulled while she's sitting there drinking, waiting for him. She pulls out a magic eight ball and is like, will he show? And then it's, you know, like answer not clear or whatever. No, my note here. I don't remember. Ava Mendez brings a magic eight ball to dinner, but we don't even see what it says. Oh, really? (laughs) She shakes it. We don't know what she asks it, but we know what she's asking it. And then she looks at the answer and puts it down, but we don't know. 
weird. As, wh- who travels with a magic eight ball in there? Is there a magic eight ball app? Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe there this is. is antiquated too. Maybe this is like a 2009 type app when everything was like, there's an app for that. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? No, I bet there is though. Maybe it was a magic eight ball app. Yeah. I definitely think so. So, uh, but that was baffling. That that also I felt like might have been written by Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, she's absolutely falling apart. And then you could have a, a magic eight ball and you could shake it and you yeah. look at it and no and keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> keep it to yourself. And then like it doesn't even end with them being together. She's no. like, well. I love you, but I know you have to do what you have to do. She's so understanding. So, I was like, this and is her, not... And her career where she's been completely independent. There are multiple Magic 8-Ball apps. <laughs> of course. Yes. Good. All right. Okay. Thank you. Um, you're right. He comes back into her life, and she is immediately falling apart. Yeah. Without him. All of a sudden. Give me a break. Yeah. And then he's going to go off into the sunset and like be the ghost rider. And she's like, well... I always knew that you had it in you. Go on, you old lug. Yeah, to or whatever. be a demon. Like, what? Prowling the night. She didn't say had it in you, but she's like, you know, you've always been a rolling stone. I know. Go ahead. Yeah, I like, hope she's going to be okay. I, <laughs> I'm not I convinced know. she will be. Me neither. She doesn't seem super stable. Uh, P.S. Eva Mendez uh, said, no, I will not come back for the sequel. Yeah, of course she did. Given the option, said no. Yeah. Um. So, uh, John, but Johnny Blaze, I want to say, we're giving plenty of beefcake shots of this dude. He's got his shirt off. What was going on? Is that how Nicolas Cage really looked? It's a body like I've never seen before. It's insane. If and you I think actually, you've seen the malform. Right. Yo, not yet. Not if you haven't seen Ghost Rider. I'm inclined to think that that is his body, obviously with some enhances, because that's what people do, because his face is also extremely chiseled. Yeah. Like, his jawline is so sharp, you could cut cheese with it. What, what kind? <laughs> uh, a monster. If you had Nicolas Cage's face here. Yeah. What kind of cheese <laughs> what would kind I of cut up? Cut? Maybe some brie. Limburger. We can share it. Okay. Yeah. I need some brie. So, yeah, his, his body in here, I read online also that the director continually had to refute his body is not CGI. <laughs> because it looks so Well, I mean, his, so he has, surprising. like, cartoon abs. But they... They're not even necessarily cartoon. I I do believe that's his body because I I feel like the CGI mm-hmm. today would have looked dated if it was a CGI body. Right, right. But it doesn't look. Well, dated. no, I don't even mean CGI, but makeup and stuff like that. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm not as practiced about knowing like contouring or. I, I don't know a ton about it, but like it, you know, you can define the space between those ab muscles to make it look even deeper. He's yeah. very shiny whenever he takes off his shirt, which always makes you look like more yeah. muscly. He looks like when Kramer on Seinfeld used butter to tan. Yes. He is he, slick. It is he's <laughs> slick. And he's, he is the texture of like a turkey. Yes. Like a, a beautiful Thanksgiving turkey. Yes, definitely. But his tummy mm-hmm. looks like fresh baked rolls. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've got rolls. Mm-hmm. He's got like delicious like egg glazed come all dinner rolls look all rolls are delicious there's not a roll you could show me that i'm going to say that's not delicious so let's not disparage any rolls don't talk about my delicious rolls sis. <laughs> but I, I i hear you yeah. i'm just saying i've just never seen a body like that <laughs> I've never seen you anyone really look like that. You really are like a thirsty man in the desert. You've absolutely seen a body like that. I've never seen somebody who looks like that. Yes, you have. Have you ever seen like Channing Tatum? Kristen. 
Listen, there's a world of He's difference like... between Channing Tatum. Let me be clear. Well, I'm not talking about how ripped Nicolas Cage is. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the proportions of things. Okay. His body looks different. <laughs> okay. You know? Like his face looks different? His face, def- yeah. His body looks different. <laughs> See what I mean? That's what <laughs> do you see? That's like what makes him stand out. It's what makes him unique. That fa- yeah. he been, you know what? He'd been relying on that face for uniqueness all these years. It's and he true. said, why don't we throw the bot into the mix? Because guess what? That's unique too. It's very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, good God. So um I want to talk about why he burst into flames real quick. Okay. We're told at the beginning by Sam Elliott's voiceover mm-hmm. that the the devil always has a bounty hunter. Right. But one time, uh Slade or whatever. Mm-hmm refused to do the devil's work. And as a result, his head burst into flame and he, when he went off solo. Yeah. But then when Mephistopheles yeah. activates Nicolas Cage, the activating of him to be the bounty hunter makes right. him become a flame man. That's weird. Maybe he liked the way it looked. And he was like, maybe I'll just Nick, make this status quo. Next question. That used to be the punishment, and now it's just what we do. Now it's what we do. Yeah. If he becomes a skeleton, why is his suit still filling out? I don't know. That I don't have an answer to. Maybe the um, the flame is creating a hot heat and a gas that's puffing, that's puffing out. Like um, Tom Cruise's butt in that um, <laughs> in movie Valkyrie. Valkyrie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Maybe. Yep. So like if you poked his jacket, it would just mush. Yeah, anything? I think so. Like a big inflatable guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like if you dress up like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and there's like a suit that has a fan in it, that's how he is all the time. Perfect. All yeah. right. That, that's my understanding too. <laughs> Now, he becomes the flame man when he's around evil. Mm-hmm. So this right. is sort of like the Hulk, like yeah. a Hulk-type situation. Um, and he only speaks in simplistic sort of dialogue. He goes, back to hell. Mm-hmm. You're going down. Hey, dirtbag. Sorry. All out of mercy. <laughs> All out of mercy. Like, and at one point, he like kicks a bunch of dudes' asses, and then he's like, innocent yeah to, to one, one guy good boy. yeah yeah that's to the right. one good boy there was one good boy in yeah there. i liked it when he melted the bars of the prison to get out of it so did i, I thought that was cool so did i you can sense the nicholas cage physicality in there a little mm-hmm. bit i will say from the brief bit of the sequel that i watched there's so much more nicholas cage physicality yeah even I- in like the first 10 minutes he's wiggling from side to side <laughs> And like a gesturing. I don't think we even finished it. It is immediately weird and bad. It's really bad. They also do, they do, am I remembering right that they do kind of like Batman 60s, like kapow things in it? Like, aren't there sort of animations? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I saw Idris Elba in it and I was thrilled. And then it got weird. Oh, yeah. And I, and then I, I blacked out. I don't know. Right. Who knows? Um, so. I want to see if you noticed this and thought anything. He spends a lot of time messing around in a mirror in his house. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, see, he's noticing his hands getting red. He's all freaked out. He starts, like, how would you say it? I don't know, making his, his normal human face like look like the Ghost Rider face. To what so end, he, I ask? Having fun? He, like, pulls his nose up. Yeah, he pulls his nose up and he starts... Good doing job. his I teeth like that. Like that? Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's a very ASMR episode. I did that with yeah, the right. uh, the candy corns and the champagne glass. Um, but yeah, so this was a round mirror in his house. Was the mirror in Face Off that he was mugging in a bunch also a round mirror? It could have just been straight up seeing him do weird things in a mirror. But I was thinking, I feel this might be like the exact same setup. That's interesting. 
I bet I can look that up. That's interesting. Quick. I'll do Nicolas Cage mirror face off. So on Patreon, we watched some clips of Nicolas Cage, mm-hmm. um, I think last week. And there are two different movies where he has a scene of trying to pick up a prescription, yeah. which just seemed surprising to me. Very surprising. He's in two movies where he has to pick up a prescription. Are there multiple movies where an entire scene is dedicated to him just well, yeah. looking at himself well, in the for, mirror? In Vampire's Kiss, he does it. Yeah. Um. I guess... The if you man, what's better than having Nicolas Cage in your movie? Having two of them, right? Absolutely. I'm not finding a picture of the mirror in Face Off, so I'm not sure. I, yeah, I, my brain is telling me that it's probably just like a bathroom mirror, like a rectangular mirror. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Who can say for sure? But it it, it certainly was uh, certainly was strange. Yeah, it was quite something. Um, at one mo- moment, uh, so here here was something that I thought was kind of neat. Mm. Um, when he becomes the ghostwriter and he's blasting around town, it leaves destruction in its wake. Yes. So like cars are flying right. out of his way and smashing through buildings mm-hmm. and come the morning. And a trail of fire. A trail of fire. And in the morning, even the asphalt where he drove is all like ripped up and charred up and burned. Yeah. But his license plate fell fell off. Right. So the police know it's Johnny Blaze, mm-hmm. which made me think of the mask. Okay. <laughs> With... With Stanley Ipkiss, yeah. Jim Carrey. Oh, yes, I a, see. Right? Like a little bit of a right. double persona. Because part of his tie was yeah. left at the scene of something, and then it transformed into Stanley Ipkiss's shirt. Yeah. Which so, a cop recognized. But yeah, it's like this cop mm-hmm. investigation of the double persona guy. Right. And that kind of was vaguely interesting to me. So let me ask you this. Are we going to see Cuban Pete next? Oh is that next yeah is there gonna be a cuban pete solo movie yeah and then <laughs> cuban pete king of the rumba beat speaking of which cuban pete colon king of the rumba, king beat. Of the rumba beat yeah ghost rider spirit of vengeance uh-huh. cuban pete king of the rumba beat right um people are flipping out over the willy wonka pictures yeah who's playing them timothy chalamet timothy chalamet's willy wonka uh promo mm-hmm. and just spoilers i've already heard for the post credits they do set up a team up <laughs> with russell stover <laughs> My understanding is that in the candy verse of films, Russell Stover is forming a team and he wants Wonka in. He's the guy. Thank you. Russell Stover. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know who's playing. It would not be Russell Stover. It would be like Dan Hershey. He's like the boss of the candy <laughs> men. Dan Hershey. Russell Stover's not. A high up there. You don't think so? Actually, in my heart, it would be um oh god, what's that kind that I like? Cadbury. Oh my gosh. It would be Joe Cadbury. Cadbury, but Cadbury like contacts you like from a remote location. Mm-hmm. You know, like Austin Powers gets in his car and Basil Expedition's on a little screen in his yeah. car. Yeah. They get like an incoming call. Cadbury's on the line. Mm-hmm. Get on the line. Cadbury needs this to tell is us. It's huge. It's like mission. the president calling you. Yeah. Yeah. The Cad- president of chocolate is somebody, Cadbury. Somebody kidnapped Cadbury. <laughs> no. No. I, um, <laughs> I've used that Russell Stover joke probably about 20 times <laughs> over the years. I just, but I still love it. The idea of a Russell Stover solo movie. It's excellent. And I think we mentioned it, at least on Patreon at one point, that Will said that to me when I was like half listening to him. 
he was like, oh, so there's a Willy Wonka, and like years ago, like there's a Willy Wonka movie coming out. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. It's probably for the last Willy Wonka movie, which was like a decade ago. I know. And he was like, yeah, there's going to be a Russell Stover movie coming out. So I was like, oh, okay, it's weird. And he was like, what? And then I like snapped back into it. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, no. I was like. You already screwed up and I I pounced. Yeah, The fact that you you clearly weren't paying attention, but you were trying to placate me by just being like, oh, that's nice. Gave me room to go, you idiot. (laughs) And I took it. Russell Stover. So (laughs) I can't wait to find out who's playing him. Yeah, right. Um, uh, So anyway. he breaks out of the police station and he's, he gets his motorcycle out of the garage mm-hmm. and he uses his chain whip, yeah. which I also like. I like that too. To smash Fun the garage sign, leaving the, the, the letters R-A-G-E. Yeah, right. It's, it's like Catwoman's up. hell here yeah. in Batman Returns. She has a, a neon sign that says hello there. And when she becomes Catwoman, she punches out. The uh, O and the T. So it says hell here. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, me too. Um, just little things that I liked about Ghost Rider. get a hell here thing for at home. I bet somebody makes that. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah. I, I've seen that. Like, I've seen people make artwork of that. Yeah, I have too. Um, I like that he fights somebody at one point. He punches him in the face. Mm-hmm. And the person's face where he punched it like roasts away. Yeah. It like si- turned to cinders and like blasted op- off his skull. It's totally. gone. Um, and I do, I like the way that he dispatches of all the goop men. I do too. So he, he roasts the earth guy alive mm-hmm. for the wind guy. He forms like a lazy tornado <laughs> with his like chain lasso. He's not moving his chain nearly fast. No, enough. I, I didn't even completely register what was happening at first when the kind of like dust was forming into, into a tornado. I was like, how's that happening? And I was like, uh, that gentle chain motion it's so but slow. i guess the power of mephistopheles is behind him or whatever that that wind guy must just be so weak yeah well i guess if you're wind not a lot of structure there i think all the demons are pretty frail they're lame they are <laughs> so like the wind guy is like yeah you can't hurt me what's his name like is it wallow or gr- griggle griggle or something like that gristle gristle yeah. abagor no abagor's earth abagor's earth so Gressel is okay. So Gressel, the wind mage, yeah, is is like floating. And he's like, hey, you can't hurt me. And then he's just he just <laughs> stays right there. He just keeps floating right there while Nicolas Cage starts spinning his chain around faster and faster. And he's like, what are you doing? It's so silly. Oh no! And he's, <laughs> he's like disperses. He gets sucked in, and his his spirit, his like wind form gets roasted uh-huh yeah i guess you're right i was thinking that he like i don't know got sucked into the tornado and then the tornado blew away bit puzzled yeah and then with uh. wallow that poor sloppy boy right he's in nicholas cage gets submerged in water mm-hmm. which you would think would be the enemy of the ghost absolutely Rider. you wouldn't Absol- want to douse the ghost no but it's the eternal flame i guess i guess and he boils wallow yeah. Is that what he does? He yeah. flames the water up until yes. it's to a boil and kills Wallow? Yes, I believe so. I liked it. I do too. I think it's kind of fun that they were each like corresponding to their elements. I liked it all. It's, a, it's, it's fun. It's an easy movie, you know? This is my favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, We've had some challenging movies lately, and so it was nice to have an easy one. Oh, this was a thrill. Yeah. Um, uh, plot hole. Okay. So we're told by Sam Elliott who, like, Nicolas Cage goes to this graveyard. Beautiful set. Oh, I, I know. I love this graveyard. I did, too. 
and speaks with Sam Elliott a bunch. It's like a New Orleans looking graveyard. Yeah, like above above ground, like mausoleum. Maybe he had some input into that since he obviously loves New Orleans and their graveyards and he has his tomb there. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. The beautiful white pyramid of Nicholas Cage. set design. So um, they like talk and hang out (laughs) and they talk about this like scroll that... Mephistopheles, no, not Mephistopheles, Darkheart wants, whatever. Um, You know how the Ghost Rider gets the bad guys? He uses the, it's not the penance stare, it's the penance stare. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, man. I also wanted to write down what the name of the contract was that he signed with the devil, Mm -hmm. because it was called like the penunculus panifesto yeah. it like had like a silly name now i'm not sure about the pronunciation i wrote penance stare i don't think it was just penance stare though i think it was pronounced funny i think it's just hard to say yeah penance but they, stare. they really treat it like when like you would buy like a batman action figure or something and it would always be some you know you can never just get batman it's always yeah. like you know like you know swamp action batman right and so they're like fire your bog rockets <laughs> like you have a move yeah he's got the bog rocket have move. action so it's like don't use your pen and stare yeah <laughs> just, what does that mean looking at you i know i know i'm not sure does he have to use it or is that just you look at someone and they fry i don't know I don't unclear know. I, I wrote he uses the pen and stare to get him <laughs> to get him <laughs> to get him so uh sam elliott says that the devil characters can't come into the graveyard because they can't Walk on consecrated ground. Uh-huh. And as we've already said, Sam Elliott is the original ghost writer. And so that's why he's been hiding out here for like a hundred years, I yeah. guess. Uh, people can't walk here. Evil people can't walk here. And yet, Wes Bentley goes into a church. Hmm. And he approaches just hmm. an old yeah. priest who's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, you've got the scroll of Cartoon. <laughs> and the guy's like, <laughs> and the old priest is like, I have no idea what you're talking about. He goes, of course you do. You're meant to keep it from... And the priest finishes the sentence from people like you. Yeah, right. I was like, you just gave it up. Yeah, totally. Now he knows that you know what the, the scroll of Cartoon is. It's done. You tipped your hand. You're going to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is useless. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you, you pose no challenge. <laughs> um, I, uh, uh, I love this. I know. Wes Bentley consumes souls. He turns into a kind of a cartoon with red eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Nicolas Cage. Oh, he's like, Wes Bentley goes like, your pen and stare won't work on me. I don't have a soul. But once it consumed all the oh, souls, yeah, yeah, yeah. now Nick Cage Those can are do in there. The, the devil stare, and, mm-hmm. and, and it works. And right. It was great. Yeah, totally. It's a delightful film. So, William, would you recommend people see this movie? I need not ask. I think we're grading on a curve, but I yeah, would say def- drop everything. <laughs> all right. I don't feel quite... We're definitely <laughs> grading on a curve. I would say, yeah, sure. It's, it's, it's very fine. I, I, I don't think do you'll it. super regret it or anything. I... I... I was so happy to watch it. I, <laughs> I it, it really was. I think it's it definitely is based on the contrast. Yeah. But I was I greatly enjoyed it. It's your favorite movie. Um, it is crazy to me that by the time the sequel came around, it was 2012, and the Marvel Cinematic Universe had already been yeah, going for years. Mm-hmm. And yet a new Ghost Rider came out with Nick Cage, directed by Neville Dean and Taylor, who did the Crank series. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. I watched it. Some of the big standouts to me is everything is meant to be a lot more like um, realistic. Everything's like mm-hmm. filmed like a handheld kind of vibe. It's all shaky cam ish. Mm-hmm. The action's supposed to be very intense and and frenetic and kinetic. Yeah. Um, his skull is no longer white. It's like charred black. As yeah, it's less flames. comic booky. Very le- Yeah, very very much so. But I do have this piece of um, uh, information. Um, they do a catch up at the beginning so that he's like. 
Who am I? Well, I'm Johnny Cage, the guy that signed his soul. Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze. I think, are you maybe thinking of, of Luke Cage? I'm thinking of Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. That's why I keep saying that. Because okay. there is a Johnny Cage. Yeah. But so um, he's like, I'm the guy that made the deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. It's the devil. It's not Mephistopheles. It's actually a reboot. This uh, movie, I don't remember. the sequel yeah. does not follow from the first one. Yeah. So the way they set him up, they're like, maybe I vaguely remember. Yeah. I'm Johnny Blaze. I do motorcycle stuff. Quote: I did a bare ass 360 triple backflip in front of 22,000 people. It's kind of funny. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Oh God! All right. And they've got a cartoon of a of bare butt cheeks flying through the air in front of a crowd. A cartoon. See, I knew there was something going on. There was like some sort of animation-y stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Meant yeah. to be very like graphic novel. Right. Um. So, and then I've got this piece of trivia from this movie, from the sequel as well. Nicolas Cage, uh, I love this. Nicolas Cage weirded out the production crew <laughs> <laughs> uh, when he strode onto the set in full Baron Samdi makeup. What the hell? Baron Sam Smeddy or Samdi uh-huh. uh, comes from Voodoo. Uh-huh. It's like a New Orleans-based yeah. legend. And he's got a skull painted on his face. Quote, Cage still wanted to fully burrow into the part using more conventional makeup techniques. So he just showed up what? with a skull painted onto his so face. So then they had to like wipe that off and then... Somebody had to clean him. Yeah, they had to, they had to clean him. <laughs> clean and then... me off! <laughs> That's what he said. And then like do his real makeup? Yep. Not only that, on this movie they had to cover up a tattoo that he already had of Ghost Rider. Oh, that's cool. He lobbied to play this part. That's he loved nice. Ghost Rider. So he probably worked out like crazy. And yeah. that's how he got that nuts body. I think his enthusiasm for this really yeah. shines through. I think yeah. he's having a lot of fun. He's definitely Nick Caging around. Um, mm-hmm. He definitely worked a lot of oddity stuff. The the jelly beans in a martini glass and asking Donald Logue, do you want some jellies? Yep. The second he said it, I knew. I, I was like, though. I could like sit back and relax. I knew I was in good hands. <gasps> I'm safe here. I could. I felt safe. Yeah. Which is more than I can say for Vampire's Kiss. Oh, yeah. Or whatever it was we watched last week. Wicker Man and uh, Willy's Wonderland. I already forgot. Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, right. Um, I, I loved it. Fantastic. I, I loved it. It's fantastic. This Said was that Willy's like Larry Wonderland. David. Yeah, that's right. This movie is your Wonderland. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody out there for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Like we said before, go to patreon.com slash Pod if you want options for a ton of bonus episodes, even weekly. Also go to gttupod.com for all kinds of other stuff. There are links to our merch page, our Facebook group, um, info about advertising, and all of our episodes. Yeah, get into it, everybody, and thank you all so much. Mm -hmm. So we will be back next week to end Cagetober. The final blow. If you like this theme that we've had for the month of October 2021, I'm so sorry it's leaving. (laughs) If you are one of those people who really does not, I have great news for you. Mm -hmm. We're almost through. We're almost there. We're going to get through it together. Yep. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. But until that time comes, we must travel. Back to the netherworld. Go we. I also didn't say we could find us or anything. What? At the Myth Traveler. Oh, uh, and I'm at Chillin' Kristen. Okay. Uh, Duh.